Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. Radio. Radio. to the weird and mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained my name is bobby anthem and with me as always you can reach him on your spirit box probably better than skype my partner my ace my fellow inhuman bobby blades what's up what's up reach out and touch someone (laughs) reach out and touch yourself Oh, so, uh, what's happening, man? What what are we what are we touching on today? Well, we are getting into um, our good friend Shaheen visited the Penhurst uh, Asylum and did did a documentary there, in which you know all too well about because you did the narration for it. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into some uh, some spooky shit. Yeah, he's got uh, some stories to tell us. Uh, some. Uh, a little bit of experiences to share and uh some some about the actual history of the place too which is quite interesting very interesting man very very interesting we also touch on a couple other things right like we get into so you know we not not only get into uh the history of um uh penhurst and his experiences but you know we just we have some fun with the conversation it's always a good conversation with Shaheen. all this and more coming up on the inhuman experience nuclear Graphics. Shaker, eh? Portraits, customized posters, and posters, and so much more. Nuclear heat graphics.com. Art makes us human. We got Shaheen back with us um, on the 
human experience talking uh talking more uh paranormal shit we got something actually extra special because uh shaheen actually recently just put out a project and it's been a highly anticipated project at least among our circle um you know there's been whisperings about it and it's something that a lot of people don't know about something that a lot of people have heard about um but really should learn more about because it's just it's it's some interesting and creepy shit like creepy on lots and lots of levels so what's going on Shane? Hey, how's it going, guys, man? Thank you for uh, having me back on the motherfucking show. I don't know. When was the last time I was on? Was it a year ago? Nah, it wasn't that long ago. Probably it wasn't, like maybe five, six months ago. It was several months ago, but, you know, we, we had our uh, we had our uh, little hiatus. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Uh, like it was definitely do. 2018, though, right? Oh, yeah. It was definitely 2018. Okay. All right. I'm not losing I'm my pretty sure. sure. I mean, don't go on my memory of it alone. Maybe just uh, shit. Check back and see what what date the episode was posted. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, we had a little bit of a hiatus, so it's you know, we do that from time to time. So, and in terms of listening, if anybody's gonna actually listen back to everything, it wasn't that far in the past. <laughs> right. so. I, either way, though, man, I'm I'm glad you guys are back because actually, you're one of the shows that I actually legitimately listen to. So. You know, I'm happy that you guys are back, so it's it's always fun to be back on here. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Like that really means a lot. Speaking for myself, that means a lot to me. Yeah, know? seriously. I'm I'm glad whenever I hear that somebody enjoys the show, it's yeah. always nice to hear that, you know, they're actually getting something out of it and they enjoy listening to us. Yeah, man. Hundred percent, man. I do um you know, obviously I have a ton of fucking time on my hands. So podcasts I, I typically run through them, but over the past few years, uh I've slowly declined as far as like, you know, listening to other podcasts and stuff. But but you guys are, are one that I do listen to on the regular. And it, honestly, dude, if you guys did a wrestling podcast, I, I probably wouldn't listen on the regular basis just because there's so many fucking <laughs> wrestling podcasts. But I'm glad you guys are doing paranormal. So at least it's, it's yeah. something there. I don't I don't have to hear you bitch about fucking Dolph Ziggler as, as the eighth <laughs> podcast that we're doing. No, nope. I, I gave up on wrestling many moons ago, so. Good. I get my news from you guys and a couple other wrestling podcasts, and that's it. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was actually part of the discussion that we had when when um when Blades originally hit me up and said, "Hey, man, we should do a show together." You know, like, all right, let's let's not do wrestling. Like that was the main thing. <laughs> let's not talk about wrestling at all. So. Yeah, and like the the other idea I had was that we talk about rap music from our era and shit. But you you were already doing that with Anthony. Right, yeah, that that was the original plan. Um, I don't know where I don't know where we are with that <laughs> at this point. You know, I mean, I I just don't know. I still have a passion for for hip hop, for the hip hop that I grew up with, um, and I, I feel like it would be a little difficult for me to talk about hip hop right now. You know, on on a regular show, but well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Dude, by the time that that podcast comes out, you guys will be reviewing like Lil Uzi Vert, and that will be considered old school by then. <laughs> Classic uh, so You'll be talking about Triple X Tentacion and shit. Yeah. Back in the day, Triple X Tentacion was a fucking classic. That's when we first started talking about doing this podcast 23 years later now. <laughs> right, right. We'll yes. cheer into the fucking microphone and shit. And your dreads Anthony, will be you stuck. You gotta stop bumping the microphone with your wheelchair, dude. I'm getting tired of shit. 
<laughs> dreads get stuck on the IV bag, all that good shit. The few remaining dreads that I have. Man, you're going to keep your hair until you die. I, I just have that feeling. You're not going to lose plan, that shit. That's the plan, man. I, I'm surprised. You know, I've, I've, I've raised three daughters. You know, they're all teenagers. My oldest is going to be 20 in a couple of months. And uh, I'm surprised that I still have hair at all. You know, it hasn't fallen out and I haven't ripped it out. Shit, well, that's a testament to your uh, to your flexibility, I, I guess. Or your, God damn it, I forgot the word, but you know what I'm talking about, dude. A, a, que- a question for you guys, a little side note. Um, when you have guests on, do they struggle with like referring to you guys as Bobby? Because I was just about to call him Bobby Anthem, but like I don't call him Bobby Anthem, I just call him Bobby. And I was like, yo, Bobby, but then I'm like, oh, nah, we, well, I go, people just say blades or if they say right. Bobby, then they're talking to him. But if they say blades then they're talking to me, all right, guys, so there's rules when you, when you join the podcast, you got to know the shit. <laughs> <All right>. well, <laughs> Bobby, it, is, the, is yeah. there a reason for the, for the dreadlocks, like a spiritual reason? Cause I know like one of my buddies, he, he won't fucking get rid of his dreadlocks for that reason. Nah, nah, it's never been a, it's never been a spiritual thing for me. Um, okay. There's really just a couple of reasons for me, man. I think probably the era that I grew up in and and uh, and hip hop. Uh, a lot of my favorite rappers at the time had dreads, and I didn't even have dreads at that time. Like during the late '80s, um, early '90s, I didn't actually have dreads until I stopped uh, working at a regular corporate job. You know, I was I was clean cut, had brush waves and everything. Um, but then when I when I stopped working. When I stopped having to work for somebody, I'm like, all right, you know, let me just let me just grow my hair, and you know, when when I get another corporate job, I'll I'll, I'll uh, chop it all off, and then now, uh, 17 years later, my hair is four and a half feet long. <laughs> but there's no there's no spiritual reason, like I'm not a Rastafarian or anything, even though people right. people mistake me for Jamaican because I'm I'm dark skin, and I have the dread. So whenever people are around me and they talk to me, they usually put on like this. Like they pick up a Jamaican accent, I always notice it because they always just assume. Oh, that's so annoying. That yeah. happens to you, dude, where people just start like, just fucking like with a Jamaican accent out of nowhere, just assuming oh, that yeah. you're Jamaican. Oh yeah, it happens all the time, all the time, man. Um, the Jamaicans around here have a reputation too, and and I'm actually cool with a lot of Jamaicans here, and I think a lot of them even thought I, they uh, think I'm Jamaican sometimes. Do you eat oxtail? Just, I, don't, I haven't had any meat in 30 years. <laughs> so, no. Well, I've had you used to. Have you, you ever had the vegetarian it? oxtail? I've had, I've had it, but the thing is, my dad is Southern. My father my father is from Alabama, so I've had, like, just about any and all kinds of meat, really. But, that, yeah, that's something that we used to eat. Well, that explains why you're vegetarian, dude. <laughs> Dad <laughs> and the chitlins and the, the pig snout and the pig ear oh. and pig feet. Oh, fuck hell yeah dude i'd be a vegetarian too <laughs> fuck man i'd be eating the leaves fall would be my favorite season i'd be fucking eating them shits off the ground before i eat pigs now dude <laughs> yeah man yeah there's no meat to it it's just it's just all fat you oh, just literally stop, eat the snout stop, like stop, a, stop, stop. oh it's just gristle like a little, <laughs> oh. gristle and fat yeah gristle and fat that's all it is fuck my life what yeah. the that, that would turn me it's into a vegan a hardcore vegan one of those preachy ones yeah. All right. That's well, I just ruined my day. <laughs> Glad to help, man. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, man. 
anyway, yeah. I guess I guess you guys had me on for a reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the last time the last time we had you on, you talked about a lot of shit. Um, a lot of like, basically, you have like just to touch back. You had experience with like a lot of spirits following you around and either being protective or harmful or whatever. And then to me, just putting putting the thoughts together, it's more than one spirit that you have or have had following you around. Um, so thinking about all of that and hearing all of your stories and knowing that you probably have a lot more stories along those lines, it just surprises the hell out of me that you went and did what you did. <laughs> and that's what we're going to get into today. So you recently put together a project. You found yourself in a fortunate position to um, to be a part of something. Why don't you tell us about that? So it's, it's fucking weird, right? Because it came out of nowhere. Basically how it happened is I've always I've always loved like, you know, paranormal activities and shit like that. Not so much up close, you know. Um, never wanted to investigate them per se. I, I, I like watching them on YouTube. Uh, I never thought I'd be there myself doing it. But it came out of nowhere. I, I put up a post on Facebook about a tournament of survival GCW happening in um, Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I know a lot of their deathmatch wrestlers are into like fucking weird, like paranormal and satanic <laughs> kinds of just weird shit, right? So I put up a post and I tagged like Marcus Crane and Schlack and I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I want to visit the, the gates of hell. Uh, if you guys are down, let me know and we can make a trip out of it. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll be cool. We'll get, it, we'll get some vlogs out of it. We'll get a documentary or something. And, you know, at the time, I wasn't really thinking of documentary. I just I was just thinking like vlogs, like five minute going live on Facebook or whatever. Um, now more so now that I know how to like edit and shit, I'm thinking, oh, shit, like this, we can make a whole thing out of it. But uh, back then, you know, Marcus Crane and I uh, basically were just going to go with Schlack to the gates of hell, which it's essentially just an underground water tunnel, like sewage. Um, that's been like abandoned and like they never got used really. And it's miles and miles long somewhere in, in central New Jersey and it's on private property. It's like, like you just, you have to basically like crawl inside it for miles and it's just like fucking satanic graffiti and, and weird shit. So long story short, uh, they were interested in that. And then the GCW referee, uh, shout out to him, Chris Levin, um, he hit me up and he was like, dude, I didn't know you were into like paranormal uh, investigations and stuff. And I was like, oh, I, I kind of, I guess I am. I, I don't know, man. Why? Why do you ask? This, this is all random. And he's like, oh, you didn't know I, I work for Ripley's, believe it or not. And I was like, I, I had no idea. And he was like, well, you know, I, I, I want to kind of get into the paranormal uh, portion of Ripley's and kind of cover that. You know, they, they, they definitely be interested in covering some stuff in New Jersey since, you know, that book came out, I think maybe two decades ago, it was called uh, Weird New Jersey. And it has all these weird fucking haunted spots in New Jersey and, you know, uh, PA and et cetera. So he told me, he was like, dude, if you're interested, uh, send me a list of, of the top, top 10 spots, whether it's, you know, Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey, somewhere that we could get to. And I'll see if they're interested in, in picking up any of these. And um, Pennhurst happened to be on one of them, you know. Uh, anybody that's not familiar with Pennhurst, it's a fucking, it, it was supposed to be a nice place that, that would, you know, take care of the, the, the mentally handicapped, uh, the capacity was supposed to be 500 slowly. It turned out to be like 4,000 people living in there. Um, it became an insane asylum where they got abused. Uh, people committed suicide there all the time. Uh, really, really fucking rough place, man. I mean, they were sleeping in dog cages, uh, fucking, 
you know, sleeping in their own throw up because there wasn't enough aid to get to all of them. They were just sleeping in their own feces, uh, barely got fed because, you know, they had to be helped to be fed and there's not enough staff. So it, it just, it really became a fucking, it became hell on earth. You know what I mean? And back then the mentality was different. Um, so people with anxiety, people with, you know, just very like ADD, stuff like that would just be left there and nobody would visit them ever again. So a lot of them, you know, killed themselves or, you know, a lot of the staff was abusive. So he told me, he was like, dude, they're, they're interested in Penhurst. And, uh, I was like, shit, I, I've never gone to Penhurst. And I was actually, I, the one spot I didn't want, want to go, it was, was Penhurst. I was hoping this was the spot they wouldn't go for, you know? <laughs> Um, reason being is because it's 10 minutes from my house and in high school, like, you know, all the people, um, would go there, you know what I mean? People would do drug deals in Penhurst because it's abandoned, you know, so like drug dealers would go there. Uh, I'm talking like heavy drug dealers, not like fucking go buy $10 worth of weed and shit. Right. Um, cause again, it's not really under, you know, <laughs> it's not anyone's property at the time. So uh, a lot of satanic people go there and did rituals. There's like fucking still like animal bones there. Uh, there's all kind of satanic graffiti on the walls. Um, just tons of weird shit happening there, right? So I never really wanted to go there. Um, everybody in high school would go there eventually. They, all of my friends have been there several times, you know. Uh, all have different stories, of course. Uh, not so much going there at night, like overnight and sleeping there and that type of shit. But uh, everyone would go during the day and they would get buy kegs and fucking party there and, you know, weird shit like that. Um, but, you know, last 10 years, somebody bought it and they turned it into like a fucking uh, like a Halloween spot. Right. One of those Halloween gimmicks, the hay rides. Um, so through Ripley's, believe it or not, we got access to, to Penhurst and anybody that knows Penhurst, you, you only have access to one building, which is the Mayflower building. Um that's the one where they do the Halloween gimmick at. So the other buildings we had to sign waivers for because the condition wasn't, you know, like you could very well just fall through the fucking roof and die. Uh, we could fall through the floor any minute. Like, it was pretty fucking rough, dude. It's just, it's rusty staircases from 1908. That's when it was built. So you're walking, you know, you, you could die any second. <laughs> you were really, you know. So it was about eight hours of that. And uh, we did a whole documentary on it. You know, it's about an hour and 15 minutes. Um, I have it on my Patreon, patreon.com slash nuclear heat. If you want to check that out, uh, I have a little two minute trailer on the YouTube. You can go check that out for yourself. If it interests you, it's called Penhurst, the forgotten ones. And, uh, of course, Bobby Anthem, uh, did the fucking narration. So shout out to him too. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah, it was, it was a so, fucking, it was, it was a, it was an experience. I'll, I'll let you guys get into the specifics of what you want to know, but it was definitely a hell of an experience. <laughs> So it had to have been terrifying, just completely fucking terrifying, especially with me, with, with us knowing what you've already been through and to leave yourself open to certain things. Yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the balls to do it. Oh yeah. I mean, I, th I think when you open those gates, you're, you're uh, a lot more, I guess, vulnerable would, would be the word for it. Um, I, I instantly, like, you ever have, like, one of those moments in life where you're just like, oh, I fucked up? You know, like, instantly, you're just like, oh, shit. You know, you just, like, expect, like, a whole ECW crowd to fucking wrap around you and do, like, you fucked you up. You fucked up. You fucked you up. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, mentally, I'm just imagining, I'm like, oh, man, I deserve a chant right now for this shit. This is fucked up. Because I pull up to the spot, and, and keep in mind, dude, this place is, like, 200 acres. This is not a small fucking community. It was his own city. 
You know, they had their own mail. They, they had their own mail-in fucking, you know, uh, like they had like I believe it was like a FedEx or a USPS, whatever it was. They had their own sh- uh, grocery fucking shopping center in there. It was a it was a community. Um, so this place is huge, and it's been shut down for fucking uh, like thirty plus years. No one's been in there. And I'm pulling up, and it literally looks like something out of a fucking horror movie. Like, your worst nightmare coming to life. Like, it's, it's some shit where you see, like, these horror movies, and you're like, wow, what do they do with CGI? This looks terrifying. But, like, this shit's real. You pull up, and you're like, fuck, dude, this is... No. <laughs> and I, I remember I was the first person pulling up, and I'm like, oh, fuck, no, fuck no, man. Hell no, dude. I'm pulling up to this shit alone. Everybody <laughs> else is late. <laughs> it's just some <laughs> fucked up shit right here, dude. Um, but instantly I knew I fucked up when I first entered the Mayflower building and keep in mind, this is a very hot spring day when it's like raining outside. It's fucking just smuggy. It's, it's hot. It's like 68 degrees, 70 degrees outside. Um, the second you step into the Mayflower building, it's, it's a goddamn freezer and you can see your breath like no problem. And instantly I was just like, oh man, this place is fucked up, dude. This is, you just feel it as soon as you walk in. You're like, oh no, this, this, this building, if it could talk, just what the fuck happened here, you know? That's insane, man. I mean, the, the temperature thing for me, like I've, I've heard stories of other people uh, going uh, to locations and they would say, oh, did, did the temperature, did it, did it get cooler? Did, did it get colder in here? Like there's, there's question about it. But you're saying there was no question whatsoever. There was a drastic change in temperature. Oh, I'm talking like it dropped like fucking 50 degrees. Like as soon as you walk in the, the, the building. I mean, it's it's on tape. You can see it. You know, this is like the date is on there on the, on the camera. It's you know it was it was filmed April, was it April? Was it? Yeah, April twelfth. I think was filmed. Um, and it's fucking. It was hot. You know, we're out there in fucking shorts and shit. And <laughs> as soon as you step inside, it's a goddamn freezer. And keep in mind, there's no electricity in that building. And if you pay attention in the video, there's only one lamp that's on in the whole building, one light. And that light is because, and you can see it, it's, it's with an extension cord. It's, it's from a truck from outside because they were doing construction in there. So that building doesn't have electricity. So there's no like AC. There's no fucking, keep in mind, this is built in 1908. So there's no, <laughs> there's no like fucking, you know, AC unit that's, that's just like central air or anything like that running in there that, that they're going to try to fool us. And um, going into it, man, I, I talked to Chris and um, both of us agreed that like for them, it would be an horrible horrible move to try to gimmick anything up and try to fool us right because you know he's representing like ripley's believe it or not which is you know like and they might not be what they were like in 2005 but still you know still an established reputable name and they think it do damage to their brand to absolutely And, and if we find them doing some kind of audio work with hidden speakers trying to scare us or you know, just playing with the air conditioning or anything like that, it, it would it would ruin the reputation. And keep in mind, this guy paid millions of dollars for this property. So um, his whole thing is trying to sell it as a legitimate ghost hunting place, you know. So for them to gimmick anything up would be would be a horrible move. And um, they haven't they haven't launched it yet as an actual like, you know, ghost hunting place that you could go and sleep over there. But I mean, I, I think that's in the plans in the future. I, I, just, I don't know if I don't know if they uh, feel safe doing it. I think they're trying it out with like you know having people like us go there, people that are willing to sign wa- sign waivers that are representing an actual fucking establishment um, before they just let a bunch of teeny boppers go sleep in the Mayflower Building overnight with fucking <laughs> Dr. King downstairs. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> so what I'm surprised is that like you've watched Ghost Hunters before, right? Right. Um, I'm surprised that the Ghost Hunters weren't able to do an episode there because that's so close by to like where we live. Um, you've never done one there. I mean, I don't think they have. I mean, I know they went to Allegheny Asylum, but I don't believe that they went to Penhurst. Yeah, I know most of the main channels have done Penhurst. Um, uh, I don't know about I don't know about the Ghost Hunters, but I'd have to check that out and see if they actually did go to Penhurst. Yeah, I mean, if I think they did, if I can recall correctly, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I could swear they did. I know there's a bunch of different, uh, like, paranormal investigation fucking channels on, on YouTube that have, like, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. <laughs> that yeah. It's an actual yeah, thing. I've, we'll actually do this. I've come across uh, some videos all about your... Tr- yeah. A bunch of videos, which is different groups of people uh, basically doing the same thing that you did. And uh, some of them didn't really take it seriously. Um, some of them went into a little bit of different uh, history about the place. Um, I think a lot of them were trying to trying to debunk everything. And it's all interesting to see, but I know that you came, you came at it from a, a different uh, perspective, actually a, a much more respectful uh, perspective than a lot of the stuff that I saw on YouTube. Well, dude, for me, it's like, I, honestly, um, I mean, going into it, you have to put yourself in, in people's positions that actually, you know, will live there, dude. You know, this isn't, this isn't some fucking, this isn't like a carnival to me, like going into this, this isn't a fucking circus. You're going there to essentially carry on their sorrow and shit. Like you're going into this as, this is a fucking experience. You know what I mean? This is not your, you know, average shit that you would do on a regular fucking weekend. Right. Um, so for me going into it, it's, it's very important to be respectful. And, 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 you know, I even asked them to, to ha- let me have my moment alone before I left the basement because I, I didn't want anything to carry with me. You know, yeah. I even sat in the car for about 15, 20 minutes, just, you know, asking anything that's, that's with me to, to, to be, you know, this, this is your home. You know, unfortunately this, this is your home. You can't come with me. Yeah. Um, I might be crazy. I might not do anything, but I haven't had any experiences uh, since Penhurst. Nothing has enhanced or anything, so I feel safer doing it. So I'll probably continue doing it if, if you know, if if I were to do it again, which I'm sure I will. But yeah, man, you have to go into those places, keeping in mind that people died there. I mean, you know, like children starved in this place and were shackled, and, and it's not a fucking. You're not going like right. cemetery hopping where it's like, oh, like some doctor died and this is his grave. And like, no, man, people people got tortured here. This is this isn't your regular type of, you know, like, oh, this isn't your grandfather's house that's haunted because your grandfather passed away in there. This is some shit where it's like, no, 400 people died here, man. Like thousands of people died here possibly. Who knows? Right. You know, a lot of a lot of trauma, life. a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Absolutely torture, literally torture. I mean, they used to drug them. I mean, it's on the documentary. They fucking drug them all the time. You know, there's, there's, uh, I think it was, uh, The Suffering Children was, uh, 1969, I think it came out. Yeah, 68, 69, right. Yeah. And, um, and there, I mean, the doctors that were in charge of the place, they're, they're just willingly just going out there and saying, yeah, we drugged them yeah. all the time. What do you want me to do? Dr. Fear. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Fear, Fear was the name of the doctor, by the way. Yeah. And, and he was so, like, like, he was saying basically, 
the doctor himself was so numb to everything that was happening there. He didn't even realize, he didn't seem to realize that a lot of the things that he was saying were inappropriate things. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, he misbehaved. So, you know, I forced him down and, in, you know, I forced him to the bed. I mean, I didn't force him. I talked him down and then, you know, I just injected him with the most painful, non-lethal thing that I could find. You know, like it's nothing. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, Bobby, I think the thing is, um, and I don't know if you got a chance to watch the Penhurst thing yet, but mm-hmm. when when I sit down and, and talk to, because I actually sat down with two of the f- former employees, one of the supervisors that was in charge of the Devon building, which is which has Candyland. It's like one of the most infamous rooms down there. Um, talking to them changed my whole perspective on this, mm-hmm. you know, because they paint a different picture. You know, they're saying. Yeah, like there was definitely fucking absurd shit happening there, for sure. But they're saying, hey, we had 4,000 patients. I was cleaning diaper after diaper after diaper while getting bitten. I mean, they were showing me their scars. All their arms were covered in fucking teeth marks. You know, they were having feces thrown at them. That's the part that people don't – I'm not justifying, like, you know, drugging the, 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 you know – mentally handicapped or anything like that but i'm saying i can i can see how some of them lost their shit no pun intended being in there after you know fucking 20 years of having feces thrown at you for 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 minimum wage and being bitten and it's 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 a rough fucking job dude yeah and to be so severely understaffed yeah and by the end they, they said they had so much staff that because that that documentary came out and they were exposed, they had so much staff that they were tripping over each other. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was it's it, it definitely painted a different picture. I think people um, need to also see that side too. You know, where they're they're still living. You know, there's still people that that were patients at Penhurst. You know, there's still people that are, that were employees of Penhurst that are still living. You know, and and this is all in in communities very close to me i'm talking like here you know yeah yeah, it's it's it's, they got let out they got released in in 1987 and there's there's still a lot of them out here the same ones that were biting the 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 you know nurses and stuff right so like you could run into them at the store or absolutely you could run into them at at walmart absolutely absolutely and some become drug addicts you know it's, uh, it's just it's a fucking you know it's an unfortunate situation, but I mean, Penhurst, I think it's, they call it the shame of Pennsylvania, you know what I mean? For a reason. It's, it's the craziest shit that you can imagine would happen at, at a, at a state facility in the United States where people were literally being starved and sleeping in their shit and just, you know, beaten, you know, it's pretty crazy stuff, man. I mean, the lady that, that I interviewed, she's going to be getting a check for the rest of her life because she got damn near beat to death by a security guard at Penhurst and she worked for Penhurst. So, I mean, that's that's the kind of place it was. And this is, mind you, she started working there in 1969. Yeah. So this happened in the 70s. It's not even like it happened in the 50s or something like where you can be like, oh well, times were well, times were different. But this is this is still happening in the 70s and 80s. Right. Yeah, like blades, like during during a time in life when we were alive, we were on this planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And. and it's it's crazy to me, like because some of this stuff is being brought to light for me. Like, um, she started there in '69, and that was after everything was exposed. Like after, pretty much after the worst of it. 
Yes. But it was still that bad for her and for the uh, some of the other people working there. Well, you know, I'm not all that surprised because upon hearing like the state of uh, the state of asylums or the state of the places where they put the mentally ill, even in the early 80s, they still didn't know what to do with all these people. They didn't know how to treat them. Um, so people were still being abused in these facilities. Absolutely. You know, I'll give you guys a spoiler. Uh, I asked them, I asked them a simple question. I said, "Well, I'm sure you know if you were, if you guys were going to go back to Penhurst, you would have a different perspective on it. You would remember the good times. You know, you have good memories there." And um, the lady, uh, her name is Cindy. She, you know, she said, "Yeah, you know, I had some good times there and stuff, but it, it's still very eerie to go there and stuff. And even when I was working there, it was still very eerie." Then the supervisor, he just said. Yeah, you ever go to the tunnels down there? And I was like, yeah, I was in the tunnels. It was very creepy. He was like, yeah, I used to set my desk in the tunnel so I could be left alone. They called it the subway. Yeah, and that was yeah. his good, and, and that was like the good memory. And I was like, well, that doesn't really, I don't, I don't <laughs> think he realized like how, how dark of a fucking picture he painted when I asked him about good memories. He responded with, I used to go and sit in the fucking tunnel by myself, and that was that was where my office was. Yeah, so so he wouldn't be bothered. Right. It's disturbing. <laughs> it's chaotic, dude. And, and and that very tunnel that he's talking about is the one that that leads to that candy land. It's not a fucking it's it's very underground, literally. It's under the fucking ground. It's dark. It's just ah, it's crazy. <clears throat> so if you can uh give away this without giving away like any spoilers from the documentary, like what what is this candy land that you're talking about? So Candyland is um probably the creepiest place I've ever been in my life. I literally almost had a heart attack walking in that fucking place because just like the vibes, dude. You just you're like, oh no, hell no, dude. Fuck out of here. You walk into it. Um, mind you, the whole place is just fucking just the ruins, right? It's just every garbage everywhere. Fucking just let people wrote die all over the walls. Which granted, it has nothing to do with Penhurst, but it, you know it sets the mood, right? When you walk into the <laughs> place and it says die, you're like, oh shit, okay, all right, it's that kind of place. But uh. It's a long hallway with, and then, and then you get to this place at the end. It's called Candyland, which it was a recreational room where uh, they would put the kids in there to like paint and stuff. Um, so it's it. There's a lot of fucking, I guess, like uh, children's spirits in there. Um, apparently, I, I don't doubt it for a second because the vibes I was getting in there, I, I they sold me on it. Okay. Um, but you walk into this place, it's like half flooded, the paint is falling off the wall. Um, the the creepiest, I think the creepiest thing is, <clears throat> it still has all the original paintings from like 1908 on the walls, right? They have these huge murals of, you know, the circus elephants and balloons and all this shit. And to see such innocent paintings in such a fucked up place and it's all like, you know the texture is all ruined now, and it's burned up, and now it's got six 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 on it. it. It's a it's a it's a fucking it's it's a fucking visual and a half. Yeah, you just, just I don't that know. uncanny that uncanny feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something you just have to kind of just witness to to understand what I'm saying. But and that place is haunted as fuck, dude. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Anybody that wants to uh, go visit it for yourself, it's it's going to be open to the public fairly soon. Go check it out for yourself. Mayflower Building. Go fucking sleep in the basement, and you tell me how you feel. Wow. Now, yeah. As far as it being being haunted, and again, I don't I don't want you to spoil anything because I really want people to, I really want people to check out the uh, 
the documentary and hear it for themselves, but there were some things that you absolutely experienced. Um, do you want to, do you want to get, do you want to just touch on a little bit of that? Sure. I'll go too far into depth. Sure. Yeah. We, uh, we set up a session in the basement because, uh, the, the basement of the Mayflower is like legendary for, uh, being haunted by a spirit by the name, I, I think it was the King. Um, and when I did some research, I found out his name was Richard, uh, and he went by Dick, which, you know, makes sense. But when we were down there, we did a whole half hour session and you got some clear voices coming through, man. We were, we were doing, you know, um, they had the whole, you know, ghost hunting equipment and all that stuff. And, uh, they had the, the ghost box. So, uh, basically the idea is it, it runs through like a goddamn million radio channels, uh, per second. So it really, it can't pick anything up or if it picks up anything, it's like half a word or something like that. So whenever you catch a word or two in a row, um, it, it's, it's quote unquote white noise coming through. Right. Um, so that's the whole idea is like, that's, that's the way that you would be able to hear, uh, their voices. You can't just hear with your, with your naked ear. Um, so we use this thing and we got some responses, dude. And, you know, I mean, people can, you know, allude to, you know, Oh, what do you, whoa, what if it's like a word from the radio? Like, sure. But when it's answering specific questions, it's a different story. You know what I mean? There's nobody else there. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I, it can't be really explained. You know what I mean? And as, as we're getting responses, you're feeling things on you. And some of it sure might be your, your brain playing tricks on you or whatever the case is. But when you hear words that are, that are answers to, to your question, I mean, Several it's, it's, them. yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to like, no sell me on that. You know what I mean? And being down there, it's just, you know, uh, but JCat is a, is is strongly against this, right? He thinks it's a clown shit. <laughs> I've heard like, his dude, opinion on it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, dude, if you think it's clown shit, like I I I strongly recommend I will fucking buy a ticket for you to go sleep at Penhurst for one night. I guarantee you will change your mind. You know what I mean? Like it's not even a thing. It's just you. Everybody felt it. It's not even like a. And there was just so much activity. It's hard to say, you know. That it's it's something weird doesn't happen in there, you know. And even just thinking about it right now, dude, just fucking makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like I'm going through right. all over again. But right. it's now, it's got that kind of impact on you, man. Because like, whenever I see those buildings again, I just I just fucking get that feeling, you know. It's it's almost like that kind of experience. It's like a spiritual experience when you go to that fucking place. Yeah. Try to explain. I want to I want to get back on like you you've I've seen some of the footage. You know, and I, I've heard some of the things that you told me that that uh, that you experienced uh, with the spirit box, and I am con- I'm convinced that you actually had an exchange with the king. I, I'm convinced of that. Now, uh, to give people an idea or a clear, a more clear understanding of what kind of personality this spirit actually is. You told me that there's a reason why they called him the king. Yeah, well, he was uh, every he was feared by everybody that worked there and and everybody that was a patient. Um, he was one of the main abusive guys that worked there. He he, I guess, lived in a boiler room in in the basement, um, which is where we were at. Uh, I mean, you've heard uh, there's tons of stories about abuse with him, you know. Um, you know, they would pull their teeth out if they were biting people and just, just gross, disgusting things that no human should have ever done to another human. But, um, 
so being down there, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I don't think we just talked to the king. I think we got several different spirits down there because I mean, you can hear, you can hear a woman's voice yeah. at one point responding to that our was questions. Creepy as fuck, by the way. Right, you can hear a woman basically warning us. Uh, you can hear the king interrupting it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a whole. It's you have to listen to it for yourself, but it, it definitely uh, it's it's hard or it's hard to deny it, man. I mean, unless. You want to just flat out just say that we like gimmicked it up and and added audio, which I can assure you we didn't. There's no other explanation for it. You know, what I mean, I lived that I was there, so. Yeah. So this king person, were they uh, like an inmate there, or were they like one of the guards or something like that? No, it was a, it was a maintenance uh, guy. It was a oh, maintenance, okay. Yeah, it was just a maintenance guy that happened to live in because a lot of the staff members lived in Penhurst. You I know? see. Um. So it was it was like 24 hours basically. Uh, so a lot of them lived there themselves, and I guess the the boiler room was where he stayed. And um, he was very abusive, according to you know the 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 person at Penhurst that was kind of like giving us like the history lesson on it. Um, she freaked the fuck out, which I should by the way say, and kind of just I left. Wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that made me feel very comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, I think me being there, I think um. Because whenever we got activity was when I was around, really. You know what I mean? And it was mostly talking to me. It was, so I th- I think I freaked out the people that I even had experience with Penhurst, because I think they get probably a voice or two or something weird happening once in a while, but they're not used to having seven hours of constant activity, from you know pianos playing to fucking all kinds of voices actually telling you to leave and you know actually referring to a person you know it's, it's, holy shit i don't i don't think they, they they were ready for that and i think the tour guide really freaked out because uh, another spoiler that you can go and you know you have to watch this shit for yourself but uh i mean there was there was music coming like from out of a music box and the music would travel throughout the whole building so we would track it down and then it would disappear so if it was on the third floor you'd run up to the third floor and then it fucking travel down to the basement you know what i mean and there's no electricity there's no piano in the goddamn building there's it's just it's just weird stuff i i can't really explain to you you know just oh wow and i can tell you from from actually watching the uh the documentary that the music the 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 music comes through so clearly that you would think that it's added in it's not like a faint sound like is, is that music like you don't have to wonder if that's music it's loud and clear so you, a person might think that it's just part of the background music of the film, maybe? They might think that it's actual background music that's just being played in the place, and they might think that it's music that's edited into the film, but it, it's <laughs> loud and clear. Oh, wow. But, I mean, obviously, the, you know, our reaction to the music will, will let you know that it's, it's not supposed to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think at one point, even, because uh, Chris, you know, him going into this, he, he calls himself a you know, an open-minded, you know, I, I forget what, it, yeah, yeah, open-minded open skeptic, skeptic from, yeah, and uh, I think at one point he, he had enough, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't go to the basement with the king, you know, he was, after the, after hearing those recordings, he was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing a session, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sold on it, uh, but when the music was playing, it started playing again, and at one point I was like, dude, are you hearing this again, and I think he was just like, yeah, dude. I think by this point we've all we've all heard it. It's on camera. It's there. It's just I, I don't know what else to say. It's here. <laughs> you can just tell this. You just completely gave up. Just like yeah, dude. Just 
I, I don't fucking know. I'm having a mental breakdown right now. <laughs> you don't know what's going on in my mind. I can hear it. You can hear it. You're a lot more used to this. Let me just have a moment. I can't. I can't. I can't be talking you down off a ledge right now. I'm having a fucking <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. You just tell with him. He was just yeah, dude. I, we all hear it. It's here. Yeah. We're fucked. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was, it was definitely weird shit. Shit, I can imagine if if I was there and all that stuff was going on, I'd probably be having a few panic attacks. I can tell you that I wouldn't be there. <laughs> I'm trying to convince uh, Bobby to come down and, and go to it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit. Keep trying, see how that works out. <laughs> hey, it, it, I'll, I'll go if Bobby goes, you know. <laughs> you know. We got to start, start a fucking uh, we'll a do fundraiser that. just to get you down here, man. If we get, if you, if we get you, if we get you paid, would you do it? Go how much would Bobby's it take? How much would it take you, man? How much would it take you to get paid? Free, free fucking plane ticket, free everything. How much would it take you to get paid to sleep at Penhurst one night? Holy shit! If there's a substantial, if there's a substantial amount of money, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it for less than four figures. I would okay. not do it for less than four figures. Yeah, but okay, so like a grand. That's four figures, so man, you know. <laughs> folks, get 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 two grand raise, and we'll get Bobby Anthem to sleep. <laughs> and I have to bring my daughter because I told my daughter all about your trip. That's and, fine. That's uh, the, fine. the very the very same daughter who I've uh, spoken about several times on this show, the one who is uh, very sensitive to spirits and has been her entire life. They've been following her around her entire life. Um, she's excited about going should see it man it's, it's a it's a sight to see it's actually it's it's weird to say it's a beautiful place because like the structure of it and just the the architect of it you know and it's like fucking old school like you know you appreciate it for for how much work went into this place just the structure of it right but the the, the torture and the story behind it kind of just ruins all of that but it's finding it's, somebody other than your dad yeah yeah it's I don't know it's 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 a dark beautiful place though I I would recommend people visiting it you know just just be careful you know visit it with a group of people and don't stay there at night oh you have to stay there at night that's when it, that's when shit gets cracking dude oh shit <laughs> you know well I mean if you just want to see the beauty and don't want to experience any of the spirits right. or whatever. Right, yeah. If you want to, if you want to, just check it out. But even during the day, it's eerie because you look at the playground and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man!" You know? Yeah, pretty dark. Of course, the, the there's like you know animal fucking remains and stuff like that from the sacrifices too. So th- those don't help either, even if it's during. The day. <laughs> yeah, like if that place didn't have bad mojo to begin with, it, it just the added effect of all that stuff that goes on there. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that place has several levels of fuckery that's happening there. You know what I mean? From, yeah. from the actual times it operated to the times it was abandoned, you know, to the current times. Like there's just been constant negative shit happening there for literally a century. So that's what you get. Pull <laughs> me out of hell. Would you care to visit it, Bobby? Anybody? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I like to watch it on TV, and that's as close as I'd get to it, probably. But to actually experience any of that stuff, I don't think I'd make it out with my sanity oh, you, intact. You guys are doing a paranormal show, man. You got to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold you guys to it, man. We need a we need a Bobby Blades and Bobby Anthem in real life. <laughs> oh shit! 
So an actual inhuman experience experience. Yes. That might actually be. (laughs) We'll see, man. I'm more, I'm more open to being visited by aliens. (laughs) Okay. So let's then go to area 51, cover area 51. We actually want to do that. Yeah, we do. But we don't want to take the official tour. That's the thing. They're only going to show us what, uh, yeah, that shit sucks. Dude. You can't do that. It's like going to Penhurst with like the uh, during like operating hours where you can pay twenty bucks and have like a tour guide be like, "Oh, that's just the room." That yeah, it's like, yeah. right. We All want right. the finger quotes, wink, wink tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want that, dude. You want to go to the fucking, you want to go to the fucking depths of hell, you know? Yeah, we want to see the, where that. the real shit goes on. Right, shit got real, dude. When you when you, when you enter fucking Penhurst, shit gets real instantly. <laughs> It's like, it's it's like imagine the PCP temperature man. drops about like 15 degrees. You're walking through there. Yeah. You could feel like something bad is about to happen all over. Yeah. Dude, that whole, it's like the buildings are on PCP, you know? <laughs> wow. Shit's crazy. But yeah, man, if anybody uh, wants to check it out, I'll be doing a bunch of these documentaries, whether it's uh, Paranormal. Uh, I'm doing one on Schlack currently. I'll be doing one on Jimmy Lloyd, and then I'm going to be doing one on um, Eastern State Penn soon, which is a state penitentiary, which I'm actually even more terrified to go to than here. That's the one I remember that the ghost hunters were in, and they actually saw an apparition there. Yeah, that's the one. Like That one is like, I don't know. I mean, it's smaller. It's But, dude, they actually, like, murder people there. <laughs> yeah. Just, just straight up, like, decapitated people. Like, that's a little, I don't know. That was a but fucked we'll up see. place. And it's like literally hole in the walls, you know? Like those are the cells. Like you just have to crawl in a hole yeah. and sit in a wall. That's the rooms. Shit, I'd definitely be interested in seeing that documentary then. I want to see yeah. what you can come up with. Yeah. Well, let me let me get over Penhurst first, man. I just had a fucking... <laughs> yeah, right? I had a life experience just just a month ago. This might be your new calling to just like visit these places. I don't know, man. I'm doing so much random weird shit. I, th- I think my girl's even like getting mad at me. She's like, "Dude, you gotta just do one fucking thing. Like, just do art, or do like wrestling, or just do like documentaries, or do paranormal investigations, or do fucking music. What do you want to do? Or do podcasts? Like, what, what are you trying to do? Like, I don't know. I want to do it all. I want. I kind of just want to do it all. Yeah, man. I don't know. Fucking, I'm I'm like bipolar with this shit right now. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do it all, though. Time on this place is limited, man. So you know. Make the most yeah. of it if you can, if you're able. Absolutely. Do as much as possible. Yeah. Try, man. Try. But, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to, you guys want to get into as far as uh, Penhurst that I forgot to mention? Bobby, you, you've seen it. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. The thing is, I don't, I don't want to spoil. Uh, I, I really think that people should go ahead and watch it. And, um, and once they watch it, I encourage people to look up more information on it because – I mean, I know that you went you went more into other than the interview with the two uh, former employees there. Uh, you were more into the present, and you know they touched on a little bit of the history. But there's other stuff that people should check out. Like when I looked online and did some research, Doctor Fear just blew my fucking mind. You yeah, Doctor Fear and the King; those two uh, definitely stand out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Doctor Fear was the one that was pulling the teeth, dude. Yeah. Sick fuck. Yeah, and also, um, I can't remember if we made it clear um, 
during this show right now, but there was a few times where you mentioned the children and the kids and everything. Now, for anybody who doesn't know about Penhurst, they refer to all of the people there as children, as children. Yeah, which makes it even creepier. Yeah, it doesn't matter what age. They could be a, a small child or they could be a full-grown adult, and uh, they were all called, referred to as children. All right, so you could have had a 27-year-old nurse calling a 43-year-old man her child. Yeah. It's creepy on, on many levels. But also, it was the rain also added, added a lot. Well, I'm, I'm grateful it was actually raining that night. Because <laughs> at first, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I don't... I do this shit in the rain now too, man. Like this place is already fucking creepy enough. Last thing I need is dark clouds over my head, you know. Really set the mood right, you know. Really, really let it marinate. But uh, on on video, I think it came off. It, it helped out the video with the rain. So it's one of the like, I, dude. I won't get on a roller coaster, man. But I'll I'll hop on Penhurst tomorrow again. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much for me, man. Yeah, I don't I don't mind going to the fucking like going to the projects and like covering like fucking like gang members or covering like fucking Penhurst or covering anacondas in the fucking wild. I'll I'll cover all that weird shit. You know. But like heights is is one of those things I can't do. So anything any documentaries that involves heights, no thank you. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That's Not wild. Happening. Not happening. <laughs> I would I would eventually love to do uh some more paranormal investigations outside of just you know, PA and New Jersey. I would love to do like uh, the witch trials in in, in uh, mm-hmm. Salem, but I think that's just been so commercialized now, yeah. where it's just it's just, it's kind of just it's like a museum now, right? That they built over it. It's like yeah. yeah. It seems like even the town itself, uh, they stopped taking themselves very seriously. You know, like they commercialize and market uh, themselves. You know, with the with the whole witch trial thing. Yeah, I think the only uh, the only place that that you could really visit is they have these like stone pieces, like like the headpieces, the headstones. Um, and I think it's like maybe forty of them or so that were executed. So they have all their names and all their uh, information written down on that. But the the thing is, their body is not even under it. So it's like, like, what is the point of this? It's not even like. <laughs> I'm not traveling to like Massachusetts for this, dude. Just stand above a headstone that's like got nothing there or any kind of historical value. It's just like, yeah, it kind of happened around here. Yeah, roughly. And uh, <laughs> this person died. We think this is the name. <laughs> it's like happened somewhere in Salem around here. Probably. Yeah, I figured you guys were talking about Salem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're. I mean, dude, have you gone to Salem? Uh, once when I was very young. Yeah, because I assume you're close to it, so. Uh, yeah, about an hour or so away. Yeah, that's close, dude. It's nothing at all. You, yeah, man, you should fucking uh. See, I would tell you to cover that, but that's fucking. It's commercial. It's it's very commercial. Like, there's not like the real shit that goes on. You know, you get yeah. the sugar coated topping of what really happened, if anything at all. You know, so nobody's really certain, unless like it's written in the books. But even those can be fudged. I mean, let me ask you something, though. I mean, since it's got that, you know, whole, uh, I guess they take pride in witchcraft now and whatever, you know, are the locals, like, I guess maybe like the, the new generation, I should say, are there fucking like new witch witches out there? Is this like a thing? I don't know. You got, uh, I haven't been up there in a long time, like I said, but 
the whole place is spread throughout with all these uh the wicca people and everything you know the new age kind of stuff yeah i wonder if there's any creepy shit happening on in the like underground scene of, of salem there probably is i mean like you can in the underground of anywhere there's probably some weird shit going on yeah man that's the type of shit i'm trying to get fucking cover i just <laughs> i just hope i can make it back and it's it's you know it's worth like the uh, six people on patreon <laughs> <laughs> Again, this dude died in the tunnels of Germany covering the underground Nazis for Patreon. Holy and, uh, shit. Wasn't worth it. And who is this? No, I'm just saying that would probably happen to me. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> right. you meant that actually happened to somebody. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. That's terrible. Uh. <laughs> I would love to go. The only thing in in Europe that I really would love to cover is like the catacombs of uh, Paris. I was telling Bobby about this earlier. Yeah, did you ever see that movie As Above So Below where the that team of people went in there to the catacombs and all kinds of weird shit happened? No, I've never seen it. I, I, that sounds interesting though. Yeah. Definitely. Is it like, a new movie? Um, it's a couple of years old. Okay. But But in the 2000s though, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this guy, these these uh college students are going on a tour and they want to check the catacombs and this guy offers to take them to a part of the catacombs that has like never been seen before and then it's like a alternate dimension type thing where um it's like all kinds of weird shit goes on it's like a gateway to hell almost i guess well it sounds like my type of deal. yeah it's fucking crazy all right i see this i see this it's, yeah, it's called as above so below I'll have to check this out. Maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Is it on Netflix? It might be. Uh, I'm sure you wouldn't have any trouble finding it. It might be on Netflix. It might be on like uh, cable on demand or something. But it shouldn't be too hard to find. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right. Well, we went to a few different places with this, and uh, fortunately, we didn't physically go to Penhurst like you did. You know. So. <laughs> You're on your you're on your own there, but unfortunately, <laughs> that's the, that's a um, a matter of perspective, Gene. <laughs> but um, let the let the why don't you let the people know where they can go if they want to check out uh, what you've been doing, what you're up to, where they can find the movie. Yeah, check out uh Patreon.com/slash Nuclear Heat. Um, I got the Patreon documentary on there. I'm doing like fucking vlogs on there and. Uh, different podcasts on there and uh, different tiers on there. So for three bucks, you can get all the audio. For five bucks, you can get the audio and the video, which includes obviously all the documentaries and stuff. So the Schlack one will be up there. Jimmy Lloyd, some deathmatch content, obviously some paranormal investigations. Uh, any kind of, I don't know, cool shit that I see around that I'm, that might interest me, I'll try to record it and put it up there, you know, give some some other content. Because, I mean, you only hear me on the, on the THT, so I figured, you know, those tons of weird shit that I come across all the time going to these wrestling shows and visiting different towns why not just fucking get it on tape and put it up so if you do uh, if you do like that kind of thing you know definitely go and support put a million hours of fucking work into these videos so hopefully uh, people check it out alright cool so man thanks uh, thanks for coming on and doing this there's, there's, I know that there's so much more that we could talk about but I really want people to check it out yeah, themselves. that's why I had to refrain from asking a lot of questions because I don't want to spoil the uh, don't want to spoil the experience of the documentary for anybody else or myself. Yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate, it, man, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. 
been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure man, to have yes. you on, man. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And if we can, we will absolutely have you back on. Uh, you know, to talk anytime. about more weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> anytime, dude. I live a weird life. There's always a reason to bring you back on. Absolutely. All right, good talk. So we're gonna wrap this up, and we're gonna shout out uh, some of our content creating friends. Yeah, much love to THT Podcast. Uh, Shaheen, you heard him here today. One half of the THT. Much love to Boxman, Anthony. Get in the Corner Podcast. Yuck Nasty, Dog a Baby. Wrestling's National Committee, which is WNC, comprised of Papa Dave, Johnny Florida, Michael Corbin, Old Man Jenkins, uh, Suplex City Limits, Jim Vicious, Tyler Fudge, Travis Fudge. Listen to Tyler and Travis on the Federation. Transcontinental Projects, Luke Birch, Sensible Sam, It's Pathetic with Scott and Rybread. Much love to Wrestling's High Marks. Much love to Wrestling Soup. Shout out to Blunt Mommy Podcast, Sky Genie Radio, Saturday Morning Cartoons. Yes, Saturday Morning Cartoons. Check out check out my boys, man. I'm, I actually have a segment on that uh, podcast. Uh, we uh, pretty much review all of the cartoons that, grew, uh, that we grew up watching. It, it's good stuff, man. It's, it's a good time, even if it's a shitty cartoon or something that you loved or something that you hated it doesn't matter they make it a fun time i have a segment on there uh check it out show those boys some love that's uh more saturday morning cartoons morning with a U. check us out on pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts hell yeah and a shout out to uh geek culture cast network some good friends of mine check them out they have uh, a couple of shows it's a network um they talk about comic books they talk about uh sci-fi fantasy um legends of the panel podcast uh warp my tardis podcast and geeks with dice just just real good people good-hearted people good friends of mine shout out to them strap podcast which is uh also owns zealot pro wrestling check them out uh shout out to wookie the other white mike shout out to the third <laughs> the third member of the trinity i almost said third leg oh shit <laughs> You would enjoy that. Yeah. The third leg of the Trinity, Mr. Klondike Bill. Uh, Big shout out to Burbs, one talented motherfucker. Shout out to Vic. Go check out Michael Deacon, program End of Days, Max Cole, Cool K, EJ, and Tyler. Hell yeah. Also, shout outs to Stephen Millen, hell of a dude. Uh, shit, dude, man. Our, our boy Eric Turner, who's been super duper supportive. Uh, also, shout out to Viva La Jady. Yeah. Hey, I've been hearing a lot about Viva La Jady on um, Suplex City Limits. Yeah, man. Decent dude. I've done some business with him. Uh, he's a he's a super friendly guy. Um, I enjoy talking with him. So, you know, nice. just want to show him some love. Also, shout out to our boy because we've been neglecting him. Our, our boy, Big Papa Totoro. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I haven't been uh, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, me neither, man. And that's the thing. Like, we haven't been on social media. But if anybody wants to check us out on social media, you know, we are represented by our inhuman intern. So just shoot our inhuman intern a uh, whatever message you want to uh, get to us. And we're on there at what? Uh, IEXP underscore podcast. podcast. Yep. Hell and yeah. shoot, our shoot inhuman our intern, intern he, she, or it will let us know what you said. Absolutely. We want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. So once again, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging around, hanging out and fucking around with us and, and, 
hearing some spooky shit from our boy Shaheen, and we will have him back on to talk more spooky shit at some point in the future, right? Most definitely. With that being said, it's time to say our farewells. So until next time, may your drinks be cold, your women be hot, and all your problems yeah. fall off like snot. Reporting live from the 215. You know, life gets awesome sometimes. Sometimes you gotta eat shit to appreciate the shit you got. Best believe I'm that though. All the haters talking this and that noise. Take a seat, electric chair. Welcome to the death row. Life is monumental, living intercontinental. Content to every continent. The power of a pencil. Useful tools given to useless fools to break the rules. Take your juice for everything you got. You barely got some food. Fuck Fox. Point my finger to some faker news. We pollute the youth with all these fake ass rappers, fake ass shoes. Only chains and watches that are real are Jacob's shoes. Fix your face and why you at it. Fix your fucking racist views. Hit the snooze. Every morning time to make some moves Cannot lose If you're feeling down Listen to Memphis Blues Sky's the limit Even if you're climbing On a Jacob's ladder All that matters Is the fact that you go in this battle I'm losing it Going crazy I'll be honest with you Live your life the way you wanna live I don't honor rituals Let my mama know I never made the honor Or your honor I'll be honest with you I don't even honor codes I'm losing it Going crazy I'll be honest with you Live your life the way you wanna live I don't honor rituals Let my mama know I never made the honor Or your honor with you, I don't even honor codes. I'm losing it, going crazy. I'll be honest with you. Live your life the way you wanna live. I don't honor rituals. Let my mama know I never made the honor or your honor. I'll be honest with you. I don't even honor codes. Sneak attack, never that. You know I don't fuck with that. Grim Reaper knocking at your door, homie. Good luck with that. See you in the afterlife. You're speaking to the poltergeist. Life's a gamble, baby. Sometimes you gotta roll the dice. Give advice, avoid the fights. My feelings are cold as ice. Graduate from slaughter high. Willie's on South Philly bikes. Pulling up on Erie Ave, streets are like the wrestling world, you can always see the rats, by that I mean all the girls, <laughs> get your money man, fuck the world, step out of your shell, you gotta find a pearl, open up the floodgates, I bring tsunamis man, uptown Philly, Kensington, we call it zombie land, too young to give you all a life lesson, take a bow in the king's presence, you little peasants, knocking on the heavens door, took the stairway to heaven, keep your AR-15, my words and my weapons, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor, or your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor, or your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm self-made, I'm a man of my own, I'm trying to conquer my dreams, and sit back on the throne, claim your turf, your territories, not a part of my home, we gave life to robots and put our power in drones we made a crook the president trying to put aliens in tents put a wall up build a bridge reconnect with some sense to be the best you gotta beat the best you gotta feed the flesh fuck the teachers test is chaos they're trying to let us bleed to death 
split, let her burn, add the ashes to the urn. It's your life, get it right, you only live it once. Save your freedom while you're here, never visit prison once. I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you. Live your life the way you want to live, I don't honor rituals. Let my mama know I never made the honor or your honor. I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes. I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you. Live your life the way you want to live, I don't honor 